I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411, talking about Britt Westbourne and Nicholas Cassidine. Because of the baby train. Yep. So they were only together a short time, and we are going to be using General Hospital fandom. Neither of us watched because we kind of decided on this last minute. The week went really fast. It, it didn't do did. anything, but it went really fast. So we want to go back. I can't believe it's been eight years. Right. I mean, that makes it sense. It does. So to talk about Britt and Nick, we go back to 2013. Where Nicholas and Britt met in the park on the 4th of July in 2013, Britt had just come from another bad run-in with Patrick Drake and his girlfriend, Sabrina Santiago, at their 4th of July family picnic. Britt was left with no one to spend the holiday with until she ran into Nicholas and his son, Spencer. And Spencer invited Britt to watch the fireworks with him and his father, and she accepted. From that point on, Nicholas and Britt became friendly. Britt was the town pariah, and not many people liked her, so Nicholas decided to befriend her. I like that that was the reason why. (laughs) He's like, you know what? People don't like you. Everyone hates you, so I'll be your friend. Yeah. A week after meeting in the park, Nicholas ran into Britt going to Lamont's class at General Hospital, Britt was almost eight months pregnant with a baby she claimed was Patrick Drake's. Patrick was unable to attend the class with her due to a last minute surgery. So Nicholas stepped in and attended the class with Britt instead. That was really sweet. I do remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was cute pregnant. She really was. Yeah. As Nicholas and Britt began to bond more, Britt's criminal mother, Liesl Obrecht, attempted to dissuade this by stating that her daughter needed to focus on winning Patrick's love. See, and that's what we were talking about last week. Oh, yeah. It was Britt was over. like, he doesn't love me. Right. Like, let it go, mom. Exactly. Just let it go. But Britt told her mother that he was, she was no longer interested in Patrick, and she enjoyed spending time with Nicholas. 
A month later, Obrecht attempted to poison the police commissioner, Anna Devane. We should just do the commissioners. Oh, that would a be list a of fun the commissioners. One. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Duke Lavery ended up drinking the poison instead. Anna pursued Obrecht for the attempted murder of Duke, and Obrecht went to Britt for help. Britt helped her mother escape, but soon after, Anna and Detective Dante Falconeri showed up on her doorstep. They arrested Britt when she was nine months pregnant and took her down to the station in an attempt to use her to lure Obrecht out. Having no one else to turn to, Britt calls Nicholas and he bails her out of jail. He also invites her to come stay at Windermere with him, which she accepts. He was being very nice. He's a prince. He has manners. I don't know. He just lies about when he's dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While living together, Britt and Nick got to know one another. Well, duh. They bonded over the fact that they both had evil parents. Nicholas is the son of Starverse Cassidine, who was considered evil and crazy. He wasn't just considered evil and crazy. He that man was. was legit evil and crazy. And Britt is the daughter of supervillain Cesar Faison and Dr. Liesl Obrecht. They also bonded over the questionable things they had done in their own lives, which Nicholas apparently didn't learn anything from. The next day, Patrick comes to Windermere to tell Britt that he will be suing for sole custody of his son after he learns that Britt's mother is Dr. Obrecht. This prompts Britt to tell Patrick that he is not the real father of her baby. Brad Cooper is, which was ridiculous. Initially, Patrick does not believe her. I don't know that we knew that Brad was gay then, though. I think we... It could have been believable. No, I think we and did. And not for nothing, That's he could have been that... a sperm donor. He could have, but... I mean, Brad was shady, but I don't see him fathering a child seeing how much he wanted wiley and right. loved wiley i don't see him being like sure i'll give you my stuff and you can say this is patrick's baby right okay he did have a little bit more morals than that a little a little he wasn't gonna create a human right and just let it go right right so initially patrick does not believe her but he does eventually and they fight when nicholas comes home to find patrick upsetting brit he asks patrick patrick to leave his home when Nicholas asks what the fight was about, Britt tells him that Brad, not Patrick, is the father of her baby. After hearing that Brad is the father and wants nothing to do... No. After hearing that Brad is the father and he wants nothing to do with Britt or the baby, Nicholas headed over to the hospital and confronted Brad, telling him that he needs to man up and accept his responsibility as a father. Which, see, that does not make it sound like sperm donor, then. That makes right. it sound like they hooked they, up and yeah. he didn't want any part of it. While Nicholas is confronting Brad, Sabrina comes to confront Britt after learning from Patrick that he is not the father of Britt's baby. While Sabrina and Britt are arguing, Britt goes into labor. Nicholas arrives soon after, and Sabrina and Nick are forced to help Britt give birth to a baby boy whom she names Ben Westbourne. I liked that name. He was so cute. Soon after the baby is born, Britt realizes that something is wrong with him. Using her experiences in OBGYN, Britt deduces that there is fluid in her son's lungs and he needs to be rushed to the hospital immediately, which is why we shouldn't have babies on islands. because That's a little difficult. I mean, you know. The launch arrives and Britt is in no condition to be moved. So after some convincing, she allows Sabrina to take her son to the hospital. Sabrina rushes the baby to the hospital and he is saved by Dr. Silas Clay. Meanwhile, back at Windermere, the launch returns and Nicholas carries Britt out of the house and to the launch. When they arrive at the hospital, Dr. Clay tells Britt that her son is fine and Sabrina got him to the hospital just in time. Who's the captain of the launch? I want to meet this person. You know, they know everything. They know Anytime that everything. someone is being blackmailed. There you can have the talk show. Yes, that would be great. 
that's who they should talk to anytime someone's being blackmailed or there's some mm-hmm. shady information about the launch captain. I don't know. It's... I was going to say driver at first, but that has to be wrong. Launch captain? Sure. Sure. Has to know all the information. I mean, it's a boat. It's someone in charge of the boat. Right. Isn't that a captain? Uh, I'm going to say that it is. Okay. <laughs> when Britt is getting ready to leave the hospital, she runs into Nicholas and tells him she named her son Ben because her best friend in med school had a son named Ben and she liked the name. Okay. When Nicholas asks her where she will be staying, Britt tries to lie and acts like she has somewhere to stay, but Nicholas sees through her ruse and insists that she come back to live at Windermere with him. A few days later, Obrecht comes to Windermere to visit her grandson, and upon learning that Britt told Patrick he was not the father, she kidnapped Ben. Because she's crazy. Britt was heartbroken when she realized her son had been kidnapped, and Nicholas comforted her through the ordeal, like a prince would. Mm-hmm. Nicholas and Britt worked together to find Ben, and after Obrecht sent a video to Britt of her and Ben, Nicholas was able to deduce that they were on Cassadine Island. And this is where I messed up last week. Cassadine Island and Spoon Island, not the same thing. Cassadine Island is in Greece. Right. Spoon Island is in Port Charles. They like their islands. They do. I want an island. Me too. Britt and Nicholas then took off to Greece together to rescue Ben. Once they landed, Nick called Anna and told her that Obrecht is on Cassadine Island. Despite Anna's warning to stay off the island, Nicholas and Britt charter a boat anyways. When they arrive, they learn from the guards that Obrecht and Jerry Jacks are currently residing on the island. Nicholas heads off. I think that's really funny now, considering Obrecht's little crush on Jacks. Yeah. Okay. She has something for the Jacks men. Yeah. Nicholas heads off to confront Jerry and warns Britt to stay put. But soon after, she become she became restless and heads off in search of Ben. She ran into her mother and demanded to know where her son was. Obrecht told Britt that Ben was upstairs and tried to warn her of something else, but Britt pushed her away. Obrecht fell, hitting her head on the coffee table and became unconscious. Britt hurried upstairs and found her son in the arms of her father, Faison. Where's my husband? We're talking about Faison. Yeah. He legit loves that man. He does. Faison claims he's going to raise Ben. He'll listen as I'm editing this. Yes. Faison claims he's going to raise Ben as his heir, but Britt claims that Ben isn't even her son, therefore not related to Faison either. Faison thinks that she's lying and threatens her, but Nicholas shows up and helps her out. Soon after, Britt finds out that Patrick's late wife, Robin Scorpio Drake, is alive, having been held by having been held hostage by Britt's parents. Faison and Obrecht corner the three of them with Ben and hold them at gunpoint. Then Jerry shows up and reveals that he's holding Robert, Robin's parents, Robert and Anna Scorpio. Wow. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Huh. And we'll only let them go if Robin creates a cure for his polonium poisoning. Nicholas and Britt say they have to go back to Port Charles or people will become suspicious. Jerry agrees, but has Faison and Obrecht watch them and Robin to make sure they don't turn against him. Britt, Nicholas, Robin, and Ben come back held in captivity by Faison and Obrecht at Windermere. Britt takes Ben to get checked out at the hospital and finds out Patrick and Sabrina are engaged. Distressed, Britt nearly tells Patrick about Robin being alive, but holds back when Nicholas tells her to. However, she later lets Robin know about this, who is upset to know that her husband has moved on. I mean, you were dead. Right. I mean, I understand it's not like the best news, but you were dead. What did you expect him to do? Right. Britt and Nicholas manage to pull strings so Robin can get into the GH lab unnoticed and analyze a sample and formulate a cure. Because you can just sneak into labs. Mm -hmm. See? Nicholas and Britt later attend the GH Halloween party together with Ben. They continue to bond and later admit they have feelings for each other, which results in their first kiss. Mm. 
From that point on, they become an official couple. A short time later, their hostage situation is resolved when Robin is rescued by her parents and Jerry, Faison, and Obrecht are neutralized. Robin reunites with her family and Faison and Obrecht are taken into custody. Okay, Robin didn't just reunite with her family. She showed up and spoiled a whole wedding. But okay. Right. Free from our uh, watching Emma run down that aisle yes. saying, Mommy! So cute. <sighs> Free from their ordeal, Nicholas and Britt start to bond as a couple without all the outside stress of being held captive. Because that, that can be quite the stressor. Put some stress on your relationship. As in all fairness, hasn't everyone in a relationship kind of felt that this past year? <laughs> held I'm not trying captive, to be snarky, but you know, maybe, I mean, it's, maybe there's going to be a lot of all, divorces that come out of this past year. Therapists are going to be busy. Mm-hmm. As the relationship progresses, Nicholas could tell that Britt was still hiding things and asked for honesty. Like, he's one to ask for that. Anyway. This was before he lied about being dead. Sorry. Asked for honesty at the start of their new relationship. In response to this, Britt admits that she lied about Ben's father again, and Brad is not his father, but instead she used an anonymous sperm donor to get pregnant, which would also... Well, I guess she didn't know that was a lie, right? We'll see. So, okay. Nicholas is initially upset at the lie, but they are able to overcome it. Soon after, they prepare for the holidays, decorating Windermere together, and in early December, they take their relationship to the next level and have sex for the first time. They waited a while. They become lovers. They kissed <laughs> at the Halloween party. They waited. Good for them. Yeah. She had also just had a baby. Why don't we let all that settle oh, first? Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. A short time later, Obrecht again calls on Britt for help, and Britt is forced to comply. It is soon discovered that Ben is not Britt's biological son either, but Britt and her mother stole the already fertilized embryo of Dante and his wife, Lulu Spencer Falconeri, and used that to impregnate Britt. Obrecht threatens to reveal Britt's secret, and terrified of losing Nicholas over this misdeed, she helps her mother by calling a lawyer. The secret of what she has done begins eating away at Britt as she's worried about what Nicholas will do if it ever comes out that she stole his sister's embryo. Nevertheless, she keeps the secret, even as she, Nicholas, and Ben spend Christmas with Dante and Lulu. Nicholas and Britt go on a date to New Year's Eve and ring in the New Year together. Why did I think she did not know that it was Dante and Lulu's? I think that she find out somewhere in there. Okay. Like when it says that Obrecht was going to tell them, I think Obrecht told her and then was like, And now I have your secret. Yeah. Okay. FYI, that wasn't an anonymous donor. And if you try to mess me up, I'm going to tell on you. Okay. I think that's how. I'm not 100%. I know. I wish that we had gone back and had a chance to watch. I know. But I feel like I remember. We're both on the the same page about Brit not knowing the whole time. Yeah. So. We're either wrong together or right together. We're in this for the long haul together. <laughs> yes. At the start of the new year, Britt and Nicholas are still dating and growing closer. Nicholas has also spent a lot of time getting to know Ben. He's a baby. Britt was, I mean, babies are adorable. Exactly. But I mean, Why wouldn't you want to he, snuggle him? I know. Britt was in the running for the new chief of staff position at GH and was shocked when the position went to her mother instead. Due to some deal she made with the WSB, Britt continually feel. Rick continues to feel guilty about her secret when Lulu starts coming to Windermere more often and is frequently seen holding Ben. When Britt hears that Dante and Lulu have separated due to the loss of the baby they thought was theirs, along with Lulu's inability to have more children, Britt felt even worse for what she did and tried to convince Lulu to work things out with Dante. She's always had that little... She is good. Yeah. But I mean, having evil parents, you know, you're going to feel bad for being a good person. Right. On Valentine's Day, Nicholas asks Spencer what he thought of him asking Britt to marry. That was fast. Yeah. Spencer says he would love it 
So him and Spencer go out looking for the perfect ring. Mm, yes. That's sweet to bring Spencer in on it. Yeah. Afterwards, they go to Lulu and Dante so Nicholas could ask for Lulu's blessing. Lulu gives him her blessing. During a nice dinner, Nicholas asks Britt to marry him, but she says that she can't. When he asks, she told him about the baby being Dante's. Nicholas, this is now the third dad. Baby daddy, yep. Nicholas still wants to be with Britt and asks her yet again to marry him. And Britt says that she doesn't believe why he would want to be with her after having his brother-in-law's child. Nicholas asks one final time and she says yes. During their engagement party, the truth about Ben being Lulu's son comes out and Nicholas breaks off their engagement. I don't understand what the difference is there. Like, how is it okay that it's Dante's baby, but not okay that it's Lulu's? Probably because what, what we talked about last week. So women only have a limited number of eggs. Guys do make more sperm. That doesn't mean and, you can steal. Like, you would no, know that Lulu would no, want to be involved with Dante's they baby. They took the last embryo. So therefore preventing any chance that Lulu and Dante had to have more children. So that's probably where the... Okay, but I feel like you know that Lulu would want to be involved in Dante's kid's life. And he wasn't telling that secret. It was only once he found out that it was actually Lulu's kid, too, that then he had an issue. That's a little odd. Anyway, Nicholas and Britt are apart for several months. Britt decides that she wants Nicholas back and she goes to her mother for help because that always gets you the best results. They begin scheming together and come up with a plan to help Britt win Nicholas back. The first step in the plan, Britt helps Elizabeth get her job back in order to look good in Nicholas's eyes. Because we all know Nick has a soft spot for Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. On July 4th, the one-year anniversary of Nicholas and Britt's meeting, they come together to watch the fireworks with Spencer once again. Nicholas and Spencer were originally supposed to go with Elizabeth and Cameron. And this was pre-sore-assed Cameron. Right. But Britt called her mother and had Dr. Obrecht arrange for Elizabeth to work that night. She then talked to Spencer about how much she missed him and Nicholas and wanted Nicholas back. Spencer preferred for his dad to be with Britt over Elizabeth because he didn't want Cameron to become his stepbrother. Because they had that, that back and forth fighting over Emma all the time. Yep. So Spencer agreed to help Britt get Nicholas back. The second step in getting Nicholas and Britt to spend time together was for Spencer to invite Britt to watch the fireworks with him and his dad. Before the fireworks show, they shared a picnic and Britt reminisced with Nicholas about what it was like a year ago when they first met. Aww. So sweet. I love 4th of July. That is like the best time to... That's why Amanda has so many babies in March. (laughs) I love fireworks. (laughs) Spencer and Britt continue to scheme together to get Nicholas and Britt back together. Spencer tells Britt about Alice Gunderson's unfortunate heart attack and hospitalization and encourages her to volunteer as a substitute counselor for Lila's kids camp. I hope we get that back this summer. I hope so too. Britt takes Spencer's advice and quote runs into Nicholas when he comes to drop Spencer off at camp. Britt and Spencer concoct a little scheme to make Britt look better in Nicholas's eyes, which works. Britt is having a hard time wrangling all the kids, so Nicholas volunteers to help. Nicholas and Britt work the camp together and have time to talk. Britt tells Nicholas that it's obvious that Spencer wants them back together, but she reassures Nicholas that she will talk to Spencer and let him know that's not going to happen because that's not what Nicholas wants. Nicholas agrees with her, but seems a little unsure in his answer. Later, Britt tells Nicholas that she hopes one day they can be friends again. That was a manipulative sentence, the way that she said that. I'm going to tell your kid we're not together because that's not what you want. That's it. I mean, I felt like they were together a little bit longer than that. 
I think because there was so much drama. And she had a baby. Like, I mean, it was yeah through that whole thing. There was a lot of drama there. I mean, that whole story with Jerry Jacks and Obrecht and all that. I mean, right. That, there was multiple adventures that they went through. You right. Know, the whole... Obviously, it didn't drag out time-wise, but that took up a lot of our weeks back then. Yes. That was good. I mean, so, I liked... I did like them together. I like them together, yeah. too. Yeah. So that is our little recap of... Dr. Wiz. I can't say their names. How Ben had three daddies before he was even born. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. It's Britt and Nick, but it should be called How Ben Had Three Daddies Before (laughs) He Was Ever Born. And then two names afterwards. Okay, so their couple name is Brick. (laughs) Oh, okay. B-R-I-K. That makes sense. There you go. Brick. They're not together now. They're Brick. They were Brick. They were Brick. Now they're not. Now they're Brick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Yay. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, Just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.